Hey, hey, hey guys, it is Sharissa Merrill with The Merrill Project, where I teach families how to build a food storage that you will actually eat, no matter your diet, no matter your food sensitivities, no matter your picky eaters. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome back to step two on how to build your emergency binder. So last week, you should have printed off your checklist, which is page three from your emergency binder download and marked what you needed to get ready, what you needed copies of, and what you can keep a digital file of. You should already have a pile of documents ready to go into your binder because you already have copies of those. You should have another pile of documents ready to copy. If not, please try to get that done this week. You should have an electronic storage device if you're gonna use that to put digital items, a binder with sheet protectors, and your whole emergency binder printable, printed out. I will go ahead and link that free download again below this video as well okay so now we're going to get started to actually putting your binder together so this next step for this week you are going to take photos so grab your camera or your phone actually nowadays and you're going to start taking photos of everything in your house i recommend starting with one room at a time so go into the kitchen open up your cabinet drawer take a picture of everything in that cabinet where stuff is hidden um, be sure to take photos of all your appliances, go to your dining room, take a picture of your tables and chairs, your decorations, yada, yada. Go to your bathrooms and make sure you get what's under them, what's in them. Go to your bedrooms, make sure you include all of your photo or all of your furniture in these photos. Um, if you store stuff under your bed or in your closet, just take photos of that. Uh, closets, hallways, take photos of pictures in your house. Um, if you have like, expensive artwork that's signed and stuff definitely make sure you take a photo of that you want to make sure you take photos of all your fans and light fixtures and stuff hanging from the ceiling take a photo of what the floor is whether it's hardwood carpet rugs um if you have bins of stuff then open up the bin and just take a picture of what's in the bin and grab photos of all of your kids toys it doesn't have to be like individually but if you have a whole kids toy cabinet just kind of take a picture of that and then take photos of the outside of your house one from each side if you have a garage or a shed that's separate take photos of that and then snap pictures of the interior and exterior of your vehicle now that sounds like a lost, but it will probably take less than 30 minutes, guys. But the reason why is this is physical proof, and this is why I actually recommend having a digital storage device so that you're not printing up all those pictures. But this is physical proof. If your house got burnt to the floor, nothing left but ash, and the insurance company says, oh, well, no, you didn't have hardwood floors, you had fake wood floors, or you didn't have this, this is proof of what your values are, what your possession is, what is yours, and what they need to do to rebuild your house or with your car or that type of stuff okay so be gentle with the photos you don't need to be like nitpicky about everything but still try to include as much as you can in your house okay the second step for this week is to download and organize those photos so download all the photos and organize them so typically I have a file that's labeled photos and then inside that file I have one that's labeled possessions um, I also do photos or files typically for each room just because it's easier so like in the kitchen and dining room I'll have all the photos there for bedroom a I'll have all the photos there for bedroom B have the photos there I'll have all of my appliances and electronics and I'll just have a folder for all of the high expensive items and that type of stuff but you organize them to what 
feels comfortable to you and makes sense to you. But go ahead and download those to your computer and organize them and go ahead and put them on your electronic storage device. And guys, this is why I love my digital emergency binder so much is because I don't have to have two separate things for my emergency binder and updating it. Like I can literally update and type in everything I need to as I upload the image of the new surgery we got or the trampoline we got or something like that. Okay. Step three this week is to finish filling out your family contact page. So make sure all of those emails and addresses and phone numbers that you got from family members is in your contact page. If you haven't heard back from a couple of those friends and family, go ahead and reach out to them another time and try to get that information. Your goal for this week is to have that family contact page completely filled out. The fourth step for today is to fill out your child and your adult ID kits. I'm going to try to link the ones that I found from Simple Family Preparedness website um, as well down here, and that will help you. I mean, it's hard. We try to do child ID kits, but we never got the ink just right. But just having the child ID pages and your page on your photo, no. Having the child ID photo and pages and all the important like height and color of hair and eyes, all that information about them is on the ID kit because it's not actually a part of the binder, okay? And then the last step is to make files for your downloads checklist. So whatever you went over your checklist and you put a D for, for your digital items, I want you to make a file of. So maybe your tax returns or your credit reports, go ahead and make that file on your electronic storage device and start adding those files to that, okay? So a quick refresher for this week is one, take photos of everything inside your house and everything outside your house. Step two, download and organize those photos to the best way that will make sense to you and put them on your electronic storage device or print them and then figure out a paper way to organize those. Step three, finish filling out your family contact page. Step four, fill out your child and adult ID kits. There'll be a download on that below. And step five, make sure you have your files for everything you were going to download for your digital items. So your tax returns um, or your TurboTax, whatever that step is. So have all of your digital items in a separate folder on your electronic storage device. Okay, guys. Now I know it feels like you've actually done like no or barely any writing in on your emergency binder, but don't worry, we will get there in these next two steps. Okay. We are covering all the groundwork step by step at a time so that you can get this done this week and next week move on. Now, if you have all of this done this week and you followed episode last week, then you guys are halfway through getting your emergency binder done. We just have two more weeks left, guys, and you're going to finish that binder in a week or in a month, sorry. And so go ahead and do that. You'll find the downloads all below this link. I'm also going to link up my digital binder sales page because I love having a digital emergency binder. It is way easy to use, and I'm going to put in that plug that it is only as keep as you only as safe as you keep it. And this is the same with your paper binder or a digital binder. You need to keep that safe because it has a ton of damaging information that people can use about you. Okay. Bye for now. And I will chat with you guys next week for step for week three of your emergency binder. Thanks for listening, bestie. Have a great week.